Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Melina Lee Williams Haas. I deeply appreciate you listening and taking the time to hang out with me. I will be addressing issues of life, the universe, and everything that are often bogged down and mired in shame and grief, and talk about how they can be repackaged to be useful and gorgeous and fucking awesome for you. So sit back and relax, or you know what? Sit up and freak out. However, you prefer to listen. Let's go. I'm one of these people who self-punishes on an almost perpetual level. And so the fact that I did not have an episode ready to roll by my wonderful producer, Cody Krabs, very generous and flexible deadline meant that, of course, I was a bad person and had failed my audience. Do I know that is incorrect? Yes. But does it feel like that sometimes? Yes. I'm speaking to you right now from a converted farmhouse in southern France. We are here because Der Spousemeister has a bunch of concerts that are coming up. There's an entire festival that's pretty much dedicated to him in Switzerland. Now, Switzerland is a problematic place for us. Georg Friedrich has quite a few memories of Switzerland that are subpar. And I've had my own horrific Switzerland adventure. Oh God, did I ever talk about the time that got the cops called on me because of an issue with a hotelier? Probably not. That would be a good one. By good, I mean horrifying. Anyway, more recently than that, the both of us have had uh, serious breakdowns with a Swiss company that was supposed to produce a work that they had commissioned that I was writing And they subsequently kiboshed that deal because they said that I was a hack and talentless and how dare I think that what I had written was worthy of the stage. This despite the fact that the composer, that being Gary Kubikas, the famous one, loved the libretto and advocated for it. And his management liked the libretto and advocated for it. But I digress. So the past two weeks have been extremely difficult. In addition to travel... In addition to being up at this retreat for a a week and then coming back for 12 hours and having to fly to Europe and then being in the UK and now being here in France and leaving in the morning to go to Switzerland, it's a fucking lot. Add to the pure logistics of a trip of this nature, the emotional logistics of trying to manage the anxious genius, the one who is very certain that everyone is out to sabotage his work because it happened once. And of course, then that means it can happen again and again. (sighs) There is so much to relationships that are complex. Being in a relationship with someone who is not neurotypical is very difficult. I myself am neurodivergent. I have a lot going on that is outside of the realm of standard psychological processes. And I have fought and struggled and worked very hard to get to the point where I can not only function, I can thrive and utilize my talents and my abilities that are seen by many people as problems. 
to my best advantage. I have been trying my best to get my beloved owner and husband to that same point. It's a struggle. It's two step forwards, five steps back, five steps forward, three steps back. It's a fucking nightmare sometimes, y'all. And it's really hard because when you are in the position of the submissive, all you want to do, all I want to do is to make his life better and to have him be able to see and appreciate the betterment, right? But it's hard because he has so much in his past that has told him for so many years that he was a loser and a failure. And and those messages, when they're given to children over and over again, it doesn't matter how much success you ever achieve. That's all you hear. And we've fucking struggled over the past eight years to get to the point where he can even trust me. Isn't that a lot to say, right? Like seven years in discovering that there's a massive trust black hole at the center of your relationship that you didn't even see or know was there, but the gravity was slowly crushing you. Now we've escaped that event horizon and now are circling around other stars with very heavy energy, stars of failure, the stars of discontent. That gravity is so powerful for him. It's very difficult for him to escape. And sometimes it's really hard for me to be the only person fucking there to help him escape. And the past week it's gotten really very fucking hard. And I had to do something that was so difficult that I went into like a dissociative freeze hour before I could ever even fucking do it. Like I can't even talk about it. I legit just reached out to a group of friends and I opened a little Facebook group and I was like, y'all, I am in the, I'm not even on the struggle bus. I'm getting dragged behind the fucking struggle bus emotionally here. I need some help. Can you just like check on me every once in a while and just be like, Hey, so that I can remember that I'm not alone in this struggle, that I'm not the only one saving my husband from the precipice of despair and ugh. Another wonderful friend of mine, one of the folks I reached out to asked me what I was doing to replenish myself in the midst of all of this. And I was like, you know what? I don't fucking know. Living? (laughs) I'm still alive. I haven't caught a charge. I guess that's enough. And then I started wondering, like, is the pressure of taking care of yourself like yet another fucking piece of weight that we're dragging along this idea that like, if you're not taking care of yourself, like that's enough. Like, I feel like now I'm failing if I'm not taking good care of myself. God damn it. So much pressure. (laughs) Oh fuck. Shit. Life is fucking complicated. And I know this and I'm going to fucking get through this and I'm going to walk off this farm and I'm going to get in that car and we're going to drive to Switzerland And I'm going to hope and I'm going to pray and I'm going to do everything within my power to give my owner, my husband, my beloved partner, not only the support he needs, not just from the submissive standpoint, but as a partner standing beside him in a world that is very fucking hard some days. And it's even harder on those of us whose brains don't quite click along in the same way as other people. And it's even harder, harder when you're an artist and a weirdo and all you want is for people to see your art in the way that you intended it. 
And I get it. It's so hard. It's hard for him to see his works butchered, in his opinion, on stage. But there's also the reality that art lives outside of us. It has to. That's what it's for. It's hard to let go. But for your own sanity and so that your fingers don't get burned and ripped away as that rope goes flying out of your hands, you got to let go. I'm trying to let go of the idea that I have any sort of control over anyone and anything at any time. I barely have control over my own shit. But the control that I do have, holy shit, I have control over where I put my energies. That is amazing. That is a control that so many people don't have. (sighs) I have control over how I react to things. And that's something a lot of people don't have. My impulse control is on motherfucking point. Want to know how I know that's true? My owner's still alive. (laughs) So many people have failed over so many years for so much less than I have been through, than we have been through together. It's us together. It's a unit. I can talk all the shit I want about the man, but holy crap, I am so grateful for the fact that we can walk this path together because life is scary and creepy and (laughs) we're perfect for each other, right? Like there's so much he has going on and I can just like catch those fly balls and swat them back. And on the days when it starts to sting trying to catch those fly balls, I can call in my crew and I have people there to support me. I have a team. I have my folks. I have my peeps. I got my homies. Fuck. And these are the most powerful and amazing human beings that I've ever met. I'm honored to know them. And they reach out to me and say, hey, are you okay? How are you doing? How amazing is that? Get help. Get the help when you fucking need it, y'all. Don't be too proud. Or if you're like me and you are a black woman and you have been force-fed the myth of the strong black woman, spit that shit out of your mouth and reach out and get help. It is an honor to reach out to someone. It is an honor to assist. It is an honor to be an ear and to be present. And if you deprive your friends of that honor, what are you really doing? Let them help you. That's what friends are for, as the song goes. (laughs) Fuck, I love you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to All That and Mo. Thanks so much for spending your precious, precious time with me today. My podcast is produced by Cody Crabb. Theme music by Georg Friedrich Haas, as performed by Marcus Weiss. And I look forward to spending time with you again really soon.